Welcome to DNVR Watches. This is Love is Blind, episode four. And uh, doing the recap today, myself, Brandon Spano. I'm the CEO and one of the co-founders of DNVR. And of course, Lindsay Sauer, our sales director. So a couple of voices you don't normally get to hear. But um, for a podcast that is absolutely meaningless and does nothing for anybody who <laughs> listens to it or actually records it, uh, they're letting us uh, do that one. So thanks so much, guys. Uh, before we jump into this, Lindsay... Tell us about our presenting sponsor, Strava Craft Coffee. Yeah, Brandon. Strava is amazing, and you guys should all check it out. It is CBD-infused coffee, and if you are unfamiliar with CBD, you are living in the dark. So check it out. Go to StravaCraftCoffee.com, and we are giving you 20% off of your purchase. They deliver to your door. Use code DNVR20 for 20% off. All right, so let's jump into this, Lindsay. Um, this is the sex episode. It is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, the entire thing was about sex. Literally, the entire episode. Uh, when that shouldn't surprise anybody because everyone was going to bed at the end of the last episode, of course, except Carlton and uh, Diamond. Um, and they slept in separate rooms. They they did. They they did sleep in separate rooms. One of the two people on the show who did not have sex. Um, but l why don't we start with them? Because uh, that one can kind of end quick, and then we can move on to people who actually enjoy each other. <laughs> or we can go to one other couple that doesn't really enjoy each other. Um, but but first, let's let's start. Diamond and Carlton. I mean, what's your take on this? Because when I first looked at this, I said I saw Diamond trying to open up. She's like, listen, I love this guy. I'm feeling something for him. I want to give this a chance. Let's communicate this morning. And he was just totally combative and, and almost wanted to sabotage himself and then blame it on himself. Yeah, unfortunately, I think that Carlton has lived his life um, being defensive and having to, to, to defend himself and his sexual orientation and, and what he wants to do. Um, and so that's why he came after Diamond when really Diamond had every reason to be upset and just or just confused or, you know, why didn't you tell me this in the pod? You know, why didn't you convey this to who we were you were dating during the time that you were in the pod together? She had every right to question why she didn't get this news beforehand. It felt to me like. Even as he was saying it in the lap at last episode, he's like, hey, I want to tell you something that you're going to hate me for, and I know you're going to hate it, and here it is, and look at you, you hate me, and oh my God, and F this. And it was like, and everyone was just kind of watching him just implode and saying, like, what are you doing? And then this is exactly what happened. He, he really gave the relationship no chance to become anything. And I kind of tweeted... Um, Hashtag DNVR watches the hottest hashtag in, in Denver Twitter land um, that, you know, he needs to go and figure himself out and come back a couple of years later. You know, absolutely. You said it uh, in the beginning. He self-sabotaged and uh, he just needs to figure out uh, who he is and who he wants to be and be up front with people right away. And that was just I mean, what a great episode, though. Throwing of the diamond ring and everything across the uh. 
pool. I wonder if the. I'm pretty sure the show bought those rings. I guarantee so they did. Somebody dove their ass in that <laughs> pool to, <laughs> to get that ring. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, if I was on that, ca- if I was in in that production crew, and I, I'd no be one swimming. Went, I'd be swimming too. <laughs> um, so Diamond and Carlton, they're out. They're done. They're out of here. Next. Next. Um, Let's go to uh, uh, let's go to Kenny and Kelly. They opened the show with Kenny and Kelly, um, the calm before the storm. Right, uh, this is like the most normal couple, uh, you know. Like Drew Creaseman on the last podcast, pretty much just dubbed this show as. Uh, oh, this is great! Anybody who listens to the DNVR Broncos podcast, uh, the touch wood sign. Uh, that that the guys put out after every show. Lindsay has her wine glass sitting on it like a coaster. I don't know if that's a bad bad aura or or something. I don't. If Ryan's listening to this, he'll probably text me and be like, "WTF, bro? Why why'd you let her do that?" It's actually a beautiful sight. <laughs> um, Kenny and Kelly. So Kenny and what did Kelly Drew say. Uh, oh well, no. I mean, just really, Drew kind of labeled this entire thing as the stupid, pretentious thing that wasn't what it was supposed to be, and all. And it's like, here's these two people that are like super nice, that look like they really care about each other, that didn't have sex, that are trying to find some physical bond to match the mental bond, and like, if you wanted to do like a, a, a super serious post episode show kind of like we're doing now um this is the couple that you could have a serious conversation about because they feel like they fit right 100 percent, 100 percent. they're the only couple to me that feels like and i'm just gonna lay it out there right away that will last forever i actually tweeted that right away um they just seem extremely genuine they're down to earth um they're on the same page i think they said that even a couple times during the episode um but kelly and kenny i mean their names are alike they (laughs) (laughs) they look alike they look alike yeah you ever meet married people that look like brother and sister? And yeah, like, and then their dogs look alike them. Yeah, and <laughs> they do. The dogs, the kids, everyone looks like each other. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so so uh, Kenny and Kelly, how long before they have sex? Let's just jump to that. Do they have sex during, before they get married? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say yes on that. They definitely are feeling each other. They just wanted to give it some time. Um, they're playing it smart. You know, they're smart humans, I I guess. I mean, as a couple, isn't it just hard to lay around half naked and cuddle without having sex? I mean, as well, especially when you're engaged. This is, I mean, we're not even. Yeah, you got to test drive the car before you buy it, right? Absolutely, you got to give it a test drive. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't want to be. They're definitely. You don't want to find out it doesn't have power steering. Correct. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's go to Mark and Jessica. Uh. This is it. This is um. You the know, 24 and the 34 the year old. 24 and the 34, just in case. You didn't know. Just in case she didn't say that. Uh, she's 34. Also, Mark's 24. No sex. Worst thing on. So, so, you know, these. I mean, Jessica is terrible. Jessica literally was in love with. Uh, Barnett. Barnett, which is a last Still is. name, right? Isn't that, is that just what he goes by? I mean, that's his first name, but it's definitely oh, a, can okay. be a last name. Uh, I, I thought that he said that that's what he goes by, oh. that it was his last name or something. I, I could be wrong. You could be right. Anyway, at some point, her and Mark are talking, 
And Jessica says something like, um, it's deeper than anyone can ever understand between us. <laughs> and then she says, but I know your mom is going to see me in my age and like, you know, they don't want their little boys to be with older women or they understand this or something to the effect of, so she's like trying to kind of sabotage this already. And she's already kind of laying out. Yeah. Not usually the kind of guy I would go for and not really attracted to hit to do it. Not attracted to him. She's pretty much trying to say like, he's too freaking short without saying it. Um, they slept on different sides of the bed. Right. Uh, yep. And now she's like talking about this show ends with her talking about how, how in love with Barnett she was. And so this is just a disaster. I mean, the only reason she went with Mark, I'm convinced, is so that she could go to Cancun or wherever this wherever this resort is. Absolutely. She did not want to be on this show and not get proposed to. She is a snake, and Mark is stupid. I mean, she gives up, you know, red flag after red flag or excuse after excuse. Oh, oh my guy. He's just, he's so oblivious. So oblivious. I mean, true 24-year-old, I guess, in that sense. I mean, he seems, you know, mature in his own right uh, when he talks to her and everything. But at the same time, he is oblivious to that woman having any real feelings i mean all you it's one look i mean i hate to judge a book by the cover the thing is most good books generally have good covers here's the thing is like and great endings she <laughs> like if if you see her at costco and you say something and she turns around and responds you're like oh oh she's a bitch like you 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 immediately know like yeah and she lies she's full of it i mean she's a liar she's condescending she is i mean she's i i'm i'm convinced she wanted to see what barnett looks like the first thing that she said was, you don't snore and you don't sweat, so that's a good sign. We're, we're off to the races here when they woke up. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Like, I'm glad, does she normally have men that, like, sweat all over her? Like, just if they sleep? <laughs> like, no, <laughs> no physical interaction, just kind of sweat the bed? I don't know, but I would say that if, you're an, if you have a no-snore policy with men, it's... Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Tough one. <laughs> I mean, I think that we we understand why Jessica is quote unquote 34 and not with anybody. Am I right? Oh, yeah. She's undateable. Undateable. She's completely undateable. Here's the thing is she judges everybody, but she's not at the level that she can be judging everybody at. Exactly. So... It, 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 everybody hates Jessica. Uh, like, and, and sometimes when you say something like that, it's hyperbole. No, everyone literally hates Jessica. There's no one who watched this show and said, oh, poor Jessica. No, everyone's like, I hope Jessica gets, you know, goes swimming and, and gets eaten by a shark. <laughs> <laughs> and what's with the two voices? How do you literally have two voices? She you has two voices? Have you not heard no, that? No, I haven't noticed that. Oh, my gosh. She has okay. two different voices. When she talks to men, it's, oh, my God, Mark. Oh, yeah, you didn't <laughs> snore last night. And there's no sweating. So that's a good thing for you. And then when she talks to the producers, it's like, so, you know, 
He's 24 and I'm 34 and I just don't know if that's going to work out. It's completely two different voices. It's terrible. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. Fake as can be. Having to be fake is just, it's it's a pain in the ass. Miserable life. It's a miserable life. So Jessica sucks. Poor Mark. We like Mark. Uh, I've been joking actually um, quite a bit with uh, one of our subscribers on Twitter and we've kind of joked around Dave East, uh, as he would say, not the rapper. Um <laughs> Shout out, but, David East. You know, David East, uh, we've kind of been joking that I said, you know, uh, he, he said that Mark is your traditional undrafted free agent. And I said, absolutely. You know, he, he's good at everything. He's not really, he's not great at anything, but he dives for loose balls and he really gets after it. Today he said that, uh, uh, he said something and I said, yeah, you, can, you can't cut a Mark though. He's too... He's too invested. He's too he has too good of an attitude. There's there's guys that have better skill. Uh, so so that's that's where Mark is. He's this little guy that has a big heart that tries hard. Even saying this about it makes me feel bad. I know. Uh, what a great um, football take on that though. Uh, that's, but uh, that you is know, Mark he's, in a nutshell. Yeah, and he's he's the Muggsy Bogues of. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's the Earl Boykins of Love Is Blind. Beautiful. Uh, let's go to uh, Damien and Giannani. Uh, I actually like this couple. This is another one. I felt like Drew was just like super judgmental. Um, <laughs> and like he was judging Damien because Damien's ripped. Um, but Damien's like a nice guy and he's super soft and he's like, uh, he's an odd guy, but I could tell he's super honest. Like I would do business with Damien. Um, he seems like a super legit guy. I like him. And Giannani, uh, she's cute. She definitely has like teenager break your shit vibes. Like she's like cr she'll like freak out over something you didn't think that was that important and it's and and like break stuff and like leave and like not come back until tomorrow and you don't know like what you signed up for and um I, you know it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because he he's real calm and I think she's going to drive him insane. Yeah, I definitely would agree with that. I think Gigi is going to unleash her Wonder Woman prowess at some point um, because she's a spitfire. I mean, I think she admitted that, actually. Well, she proposed. Yeah, she not only did she propose, but she admitted that, you know, in the runway, hallway, uh, you know, run, um, that she... Oh, that was one of the... You said, now that's what the... What the meeting's supposed to be like? Yeah. She ran and jumped into his arms. Yeah, exactly. But she she admitted in that interview that uh, he kind of you know doesn't know what he's got coming. So oh yeah, you can see I, that. You know when you're honest with yourself too and know who you are, that's a positive as well. That is. So, so you um, like Giannani. I love Gigi. Oh okay. I love her. I think she's wow. gorgeous. Okay. I think she's maybe real. that's because you're partially insane. I as well. am. I think all women are. But I <laughs> but I think that um, I yeah. you know, her and I are on the same level on a certain uh, <laughs> craziness. So <laughs> but okay. I do. And, right. and uh, but I but I also think that that's going to pose a problem for Damien, because like you said, he is a very soft, um, just unique kind of just gentleman and so i think that he might not be able to handle her 
I like them right now. I think that they're a great yeah, couple right now. Yeah, you're right. That's a dynamic there. You've got to be kind of dynamic to be able to handle her. Yeah. It, it's it's like managing emotion and managing ego and like managing all of these different kind of complex things that she has all intertwined. Right. And he's not like a very dynamic personality. He's not. He is, you know, I came home from school and we ate dinner as a family and we talked, you know, about what we did that day and we were just really honest and and then we went to bed and you know like the next day happened like he's just a straight and narrow kind of guy didn't have to deal with any craziness in his life so i think that's going to be difficult for him yeah that's actually a great call that's actually a good call um let's jump into the last one this is the guy that kind of everybody hates as much as jessica and it's barnett and we're going to talk about Amber and Barnett. And here's what I'm going to say here. Um, I think Amber and Barnett actually, uh, here's my different takes. A, I think they might actually last because I think they're kind of a fit for each other. Uh, B, I think Barnett's going to end up being a nicer guy than we all thought. He's starting to seem like a pretty different kind of grounded, nice guy. And, I think that he's losing the frat vibe that I think everybody had. And, like, I'm pretty sure by the end of it, uh, everyone's going to kind of like Barnett. Yeah, so, okay, I'm going to address both of those. A, I definitely don't think they will last. And the only reason is because I think they are basically the same person. And that okay. is usually a disaster. Really? I Do you have personal experience on that? Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> occasionally. I have, yes. Um, anyway. <laughs> it just it really hits close to home. It kind of does. Um, but, you know, they are, they're going to be the, okay, in the beginning, it's incredible. It's amazing. We vibe. Everything is just, you know, working super well. Um, but that's like the bar scene. Right. It's like, right. You go out every night, you drink with that person. They're talking about the shower. Yeah. And nothing they say is wrong. Nothing that everything that they say, like, let's go to this next party. Let's go do this tomorrow. Let's go to this game. Let's. Oh, my God. We're the same person. I can't wait to hang out with you like the rest of my life. You know, like that's how. It is going to start and it's going to remain that way on this show because that's what they're living in, in Mexico and kind of that party mode. They're going to be perfect right now. Long term, definitely a disaster. They're going to start to learn the quirks and the, you know, the, our, fi- our faults, their faults, and they're just going to unravel. B, I absolutely agree with you on the Barnett situation. I absolutely despised Barnett to begin with. He was the frat boy. He was just the typical, um, you know, boy that, uh, frat boy that you just despise and you can't have a good conversation with him. It's only surface level. And now I think that he is starting to win over some people and kind of, just break out of his shell and become more of who he is. I think the frat boy is like a front and kind of just what he's used to and what he's been around his whole life. 
Um, so now I, I think that we'll start to see him kind of, you know, we'll peel the onion on him and get to know him a little bit more. And I do think that we'll start to like him towards the end of the show. Yeah, so I, I feel like we are pretty much match up on all of these people, which isn't great podcasting, but it's right. at least it's it's honest podcasting. Well, I want to uh, ask you this. It's not first take style. So um, Amber did mention that she believes that um, sex every day should be in a prenup. What's your oh, opinion oh, on that? Oh, wait. Oh, Amber said that. Amber yeah, said because that. The, she said they had sex in the shower and sex in the bed and they had sex in the morning. And um, uh, that sounds exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm 37. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we being honest here, or do I? Have to, no, am I trying honest. to be like a faux alpha guy or something? No. Oh yeah, sex every day. You gotta have it twice a day if you're a real man. But um, do you think it should be in the oh, prenup? Oh man, I'm really peaking. I just blew my mic out there. That's the real question. Uh, you can't have that in a prenup, obviously. <laughs> As Ali said on Twitter, that's not how prenups work. That's what I was waiting for. Okay. So. Have we covered all of them? Uh, that, yeah, we covered all of them. So here's real quick before we jump in. I know you have a couple things for us. I just want to jump into some uh, DNVR watches. Um, so DNVR watches hashtag on Twitter. Uh, a couple of them. Adam Lucas. Now I know what it's like to be my parents and have to wait for the next episode. It's a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, my kids say that all the time and... Uh, so I love this one. Uh, Ryan, of course, goes back and finds Adam's tweet from uh, March seventeenth, <laughs> uh, which seems like four years ago, um, before the world was closing. And uh, he said, "Team Carlton." Hashtag Team Carlton, which we know right now is, uh, is, is that's it's not a good move, not a strong move. No, and Carlton we'll... turned out to be a t- turned out to be a really really weak uh, weak um, uh, player here. So. Yeah, and we're definitely going Never to give Adam says. a hard time for that for the rest of Love is Blind. I want to go to one. I, I tweeted that I really want, and we'll get into this a little bit more, um, because I want to go uh, to when the couples meet, because I thought that was a crazy twist, and I thought that was a great producer move um, to have them meet uh, who they m- may have been with or the person that may have proposed to them. I think that's hilarious. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, and one of my tweets was, man, I would love for Jessica and um, Amber to throw blows. And uh, M, E-M, one of our uh, DNVR watchers said, I'm sorry, but Jessica is 100% not going to get into any kind of physical alter- altercation. She wouldn't go there, that's a especially... Good call. With a girl like Amber, and that is that's a good call. I mean, Amber isn't Amber ex-military. Yeah, Am- she was like a tank. Uh, she was like a tank mechanic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a big shout out to a Sarah Bourne who uh, at Semborn on Twitter. All right, everyone, I'm giving up Last Tango in Halifax for this. Let's go. So um, <laughs> in Halifax, watching with the DNVR crew, uh, good stuff there. Okay, let's jump into. What you have for us here, uh, unless you have some more DNVR watches, what are we going to end up with? The, what are we ending the show with here? Well, I wanted to power rank the oh, couples. Gotcha. Power rank couples. Oh, love this. Yeah. Love this. So 
I'm going to start. We'll start with our. We'll go from number five to number one. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, Carlton and Diamond no longer exist. So I so think. So they've got to be five. They've got to be five, right? I mean, he tossed the ring. They're out. Um, so that's easy. I'm going to move to my number four. No, no. How are you oh. ranking these? Are these based. Are the rankings based on. If they're going to last, are they ranked on your favorite ones? Are they ranked on which ones are going to have the most sex? I mean, how are we ranking these couples? Okay, I mean, I think we could do a f- uh, two different ways. Let's do two different just to make it fun. Let's rank it on one who's going to last the longest. Well, we're going to do two different rankings then? Yes. Why who's don't we just pick which one? Who's gonna, how, why don't we just say who's going to last? You want to do who was going to last yeah, the longest? Yeah. I mean, let's not break up the spreadsheets on this thing here. <laughs> That's what I do. Okay. okay. So who's going to last the longest? So, so Damon and Carlton, Diamond and Carlton, Damon, Diamond and, and Carlton are out. Out. Um, so number My four. My number four is Jessica and Mark. I mean, clearly Jessica could care less about oh, Mark. She's yeah. already talking to Barnett at the after party where they all get together. She wants, she's like, give me some love. She wants a hug from Barnett. She still right, wants. She won't even hug Mark. Yeah. Mark should be like, I thought we weren't doing hugs <laughs> until we were married. <laughs> <laughs> if he only had the balls to do that. Oh, but little he Mark. doesn't. Little Mark. So, yeah, so that's my number four. Um, hopefully we're a little bit different on our three, two, one. My number three happens to come in with Lauren and Cameron. Did we talk about Lauren and Cameron? Oh my God. We missed Lauren and Cameron, oh, dude. Oh my God. Dude, let's talk about Lauren and Cameron. This is huge. They're Let the me... best couple. No. They're the best couple. They're going to get married and be together forever. That's not true. Lauren is incredible and she's beautiful and she's super awesome. Cameron is a genius. He's super smart. He's great. He's a nice guy. Dude, they're going to be together forever. Look, I love Lauren. I'm telling La- you. I'm no, you're you. wrong. I love Lauren. I love Lauren. And Cameron's a great guy. He's a nice guy. Uh, Nothing really special about him, but but definitely a good guy. They are going to have the race issue. And it it doesn't matter between those two. For them, I don't think it's an issue at all. For their families, it's going to be a huge issue because they both – Especially Lauren keeps bringing well, it up. Yeah. Well, and we saw the 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 preview of her dad grilling Cameron. That's right. Uh, asking him if fine. he's ever been in a room well, full of black beca- people. That's because that's as important to him. He absolutely. Wants to, yeah, but I, but I mean, I bet you after that he comes out and he's probably like, okay, man, you're my stepson. Great. You're, let's not my stepson. Should like, we put you're like my son-in-law a case of Mile High City beer oh, on it? Absolutely, case of Mile High City beer. I guarantee they make it through this, and they probably become a famous couple great actually i your your favorite beer is my high city beer i'm gonna have a case of strawberry sky okay that's my personal fave so and you're gonna owe me that because lauren and cameron are great together and and you're right she's super awesome she's beautiful he's cool he's like he's nothing special but they're definitely like compatible they're compatible (laughs) (laughs) he's a really hairy guy but they're going to have issues 
with the race. And so, and I'm sorry, but I, you know, that's going to be something that the families can't get over. I just think it's 2020. Those families, it doesn't matter. It's going to seep families in. are going to have to get over it. Those it doesn't matter. Gonna, because if they love each other, then like, like he was talking about them having black children and you could see how they were just staring at each other's eyes, like talking about like the experience, how they're going to raise them together. You could just like, they love each other. Like, absolutely. That's, like, that's another like proving like, no. There's three couples that are making Drew look like an asshole on this, <laughs> and they're one of them. They're like the look, biggest one. They absolutely, I agree with you 100%, but you are forgetting that these people don't have phones. They're on an island by themselves. They're not surrounded by people that they love, and when they start getting around their families and their friends and their family get inside their heads about okay. this not being a good decision, because of the uh, race that just, that's, problem, this, is it's, this like it no longer no, it just like, no longer like becomes this is a weird conversation. It no we're longer becomes it no longer becomes twenty twenty when your families get involved, and we saw those previews. You just know, just because that dad, they did that just to spark up the, just to spice it up. I guarantee it. They had that dad. Well, they hooked me. They hooked me because okay, I think that's going to be you. an issue. Okay. All right. All right. So, so Cameron and Lauren are your number three then. Yeah, Cameron and Lauren number three. Okay. Well, who's your number three? Well, you do yours and I'll do okay. mine. So and then my number two? two is Gigi and Damien, or Giannani, because her name is dope. Um, they're my number two. Uh, look, uh, they're a great couple. I think they really do love each other. Um, and... And that's about it. I think that they... I think they vibe well. I think... Like, like we said before, um, I think that it's going to be a little bit difficult for... Damien to handle Gigi but I think at the end of the day they love each other they're really going to make it work and then my number one is going to be Kelly and Kenny the Snoozeville couple (laughs) Um, they're boring but they are extremely meant for each other in every way. I mean, did you see them on the beach? Just they can't keep their hands off each other. That's they, your number one. They cuddled the first night. They they are truly compatible mentally through the pods, through the beginning of the show. Everything. That's how they propose to each other. Just not ever seeing each other. Then once they saw each other. They just keep talking about how attracted they are to one another. And I just don't think it's, there's no BS there. I think that they really mean it. And I'm sold. I think that they're going to definitely last the longest. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Did you, you didn't rate Diamond, Damien, and Giannani, did you? Yeah, they're my number two couple. Oh, oh, okay. Pay attention. You got this all wrong. I don't think so. Yeah, you, you, you like, this is way off. Oh, well, I can't wait to the end of this series. And actually, we should just Google it right now okay. and ruin it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Diamond and Carlton are out. So we have top five from there. My number five is Mark and Jessica, obviously. No, that's your number four. No, there's, dude, there's six couples counting Diamond and Carlton. Cameron and Lauren, oh, Kenny right. and Kelly, Mark and Jessica, Damian and Giannani, and Amber and Barnett, Diamond and Carlton. Oh, I didn't put Amber and Barnett on my list. Oh, <laughs> man. Wait, where wait Where are you going to slip them in? All right, I'm going to slip them into number five. Okay. All right, number five. Okay. So, um, or I mean number four, because 
Jessica and Mark are after that. Either way, go ahead. Do your rankings. Okay, okay. So you have Jessica. Okay, you have them at number four. Okay, so so here's what I got. I've got... Hey, guys, I just have to let you know that I talked about Strava Craft Coffee earlier, and I just got a text message on my phone that says CBD Coffee, a powerful natural relief. We're all being listened to, <laughs> and it's scary. Oh, my God, that is crazy, Yeah, dude. very crazy. A 949 area code number reduces pains, aches, anxiety. That's unbelievable, It's dude. right here. Wow. Yep. That's worse than Jessica. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's go. My number five is going to be Mark and Jessica. Of course, Jessica's right. terrible. She's as bad as uh, smartphones that listen to you and track you. Um, number four. Damien and Giannani. Uh, I like them. I like Damien. I like Giannani. I just, I don't trust her. I think she's going to go insane. Uh, I think she's going to slash his tires and shit. Uh, number three, uh, I'm going to go Amber and Barnett. Uh, I, I think they have a chance to be together, actually. I, I like them. Uh, I'm starting to like Barnett. I think Barnett was getting a bad rap. Um, I think he's a nicer guy than we thought. Uh, number two, Kenny and Kelly. I think of uh, you know this is basic. Like Kenny and Kelly both seem to me like they're like engineers that would, um, you know, plan when they're the exact like week that they're going to have children based around budget and vacation require inquiries Definitely. and all this stuff. And they're just like they they're on the same wavelength. They're like live in the same, you know, same world. Um, and then number one, of course, Cameron and Lauren, which I think is an incredible couple. They knew immediately that they were for each other. They jumped on it. They made the decision. Um, and I like Cameron a lot. He uh, reminds me of a friend of mine and um, he really does. And uh, uh, Lauren is just awesome. She's the best chick on the show. She's beautiful. She's smart. Um, Definitely. I don't think that they're going to let Lauren's dad scare them away. And so, to me, that's, they're my number one. That's the... Okay, great. That's our power rankings. Power rankings. There you go. And um, what, to wrap up the show, what is your bold prediction? My bold prediction. Oh, I don't know if this is bold. But I, it was going to be my bold prediction, but then I saw a bunch of people tweeting it when we were going through the DMVR watches. But I'm pretty sure that Amber's going to try to beat the crap out of Jessica. Yeah, I mean, I definitely see a cat fight coming on for sure. Whether it actually is or she's going like, to fruition and there's going to be yeah, you yeah. know blows thrown. I don't know about that. Well, she was already like, uh, I don't let anyone near him and stuff, you know? Right, right. Which is, is yeah. Um, my bold prediction is that they... Um, well, this is, this is getting pretty bold here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I have a bold prediction. <laughs> you are the one who said we need to have a bold prediction. You invented the bold prediction at the end of the show in your show prep. I know. And you don't even have your own bold prediction. Okay. Well, you kind of already did a bold prediction. You said you don't think that Jessica's family is going to let her date. Not Jessica. Or not Jessica. Lauren. That, Lauren, that is that's what I was going to say. Her date Cameron. Yeah, I do. I think, like you said, they are an amazing couple. Lauren is amazing. You think her dad's going to put the kibosh I on. think he is. And you know what? I think Lauren is going, to, you know, loves her daddy and is, you know, takes everything that he says to heart. And I think that that's going to probably oh send boy. her over, you know, the edge of putting the Knicks on Dame, or, uh, Cameron. 
You get those old 50s, yep. 60s guys in there. Yeah, exactly. They'll really muck up the whole deal. They really can. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of DNVR Watches. This was Love is Blind, episode four. Do you know who's on next week or in the next uh, two days from now? I do not, but okay. uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you've lasted this long, you're incredible. And uh, Or you have major issues and you need to figure out what you're going to do with your life. But we're here for you. We're here for that. We're here for that. So um, tune in. Uh, Thursday night is our next Love is Blind. There'll be a podcast following that with uh, more familiar voices. How about this? If you listened all the way to this point, then send me a tweet at Brandon Spano saying, just hashtag I listened and that's it. <laughs> I'll know you listened to 30 minutes of this podcast. And I will send you a 50% off coupon for the DNVR locker, any item you want. Ooh, boy, there you go. I'm, I'm not, by the for the record, I'm I mean, not I expecting one person to, to, to do this. Yeah, uh, me neither. All right, well, thanks, guys, for tuning in. And Thursday is the next uh, one you'll hear. Can't wait to hear and see all your tweets. Thanks. Thanks a lot, guys. See you next time. <laughs>